Welcome to Yelling About Pate. I am Carl Hess. With me, as always, Joel Miller. Yeah! He's here. I'm is, here. Is that, your, is that your new thing? Your uh, new I don't sign off? I, I, I just decided I decided on that. It was, I really, go it was really aggressive. It was really aggressive. I, I, I did it because you're wearing uh, headphones. <laughs> right. and, uh, and I'm, I don't like you. You made you made a you made a quaff at Friends, the TV show. Joel's, Joel's wearing a Friends. Uh, well, it says no new Friends, but it's in the Friends font. Yes, which I which assume I is think, the only font, right? It's, it has to be the Friends font, right? I like that joke, but I also don't. I can't approve of any Friends based merchandise. Well, that's because you have no soul. Friends is terrible. I'm sorry. Friends is objectively terrible. Yes, I will give you that. <laughs> okay, okay. But, but now you're talking sense. But but I have seen every episode multiple times. And you know what? I'll never forget it. It's a big part of my life. Wow. I was just like, you know what? I never want to grow up to be like any of them. <laughs> I guess that's a good take. That's like a good lesson. Yeah. And I, I will say it is cool font, like with the little colored dots Thank between you. Plus, each like, letter. A, a friend got it for me. So like I and it's comfortable. It's cozy. It's raining outside. I right. layer up. Right. It is. It's fucking. It's stew weather out there. We're, <laughs> we're in. We're in a peak stew. We're in a. This is literally. This is literally the only week that I think is, it's supposed to rain every day this week. It's like four or five days of rain. Yeah, and it's just like, well, what are we gonna eat? I don't know. Stew. This is. We're in peak stew conditions right now. Uh, I I kind of like it. I think it's okay. I think actually today I'll probably go and get like a little 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 ramen. Maybe Ooh, a little, little bowl, a little. It half is bowl. really good ramen weather. It's like a little little bowl of ramen later. Why not? Where are you gonna go? Uh, I got to go to the Wallace later and I got to work dinner service. They do this thing where you can get like a half bowl of ramen because a, a, a regular bowl of ramen is too much ramen. That's sometimes. not true. It's just that's, too much. That's not no, true at all. Have you, have, have you ever been to a place where it's just egregiously gigantic? Yes. And, it's and like, I they eat have the whole one, thing and, and it's I like, like we, it. We have one size. It's $19 and it's fucking four gallons of broth. I think when you're going in for ramen, you have to just know that you're about to consume a day's worth of calories in one sitting. Yeah. I mean, I haven't eaten yet. So, I mean, maybe I will do that. But they do a half bowl of ramen. Okay. Which is more than filling for my little girl's yeah. stomach. Is it is it enough? For me, it is. Does it leave you satisfied? I'm always satisfied. Or is it just like a quick fling that leaves you feeling used and dirty? No, I feel great. Yeah? I feel great. What ramen place are we talking about? Uh, there's a place called 1010U out uh, literally like right next to the Wallace. So okay. I'll go We're there. We're talking Culver City. Yeah, I mean, it's not the best. It's not like going to like, you know, Japantown or Tokyo, okay. Little Tokyo or whatever. Right. Or going but to like, do. you know, Osaka. But right. it's still it's still it's still not terrible. You know, I went I went to Ramen Champ recently uh, with top ten guest Dave Fernie. That is the top vegan. ten. No, 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 that's not vegan. That's Ramen Hood. Ramen hood. No, no, there's that's too many in, ramen uh, places. Uh, Champs, uh, hoods. I don't know what's going on. I don't on know there. what's going on. Up is left and north is fucking blue. I have no fucking clue <laughs> what's happening. Right McNally, now. people wear shoes on their head and hamburgers eat people. people. No, but we went and it was um. It was just like this one guy. It was just an old guy and this other and another just like helper guy. And there was maybe like six people in there. And it took about 20 minutes for him to take our order and then another 30 minutes for us to get the ramen. And we're mm. like, there's no way this is good because it was dirty and it was just like, I bet it was, was everywhere. It wasn't bad. It okay. wasn't amazing. It okay. wasn't like, where is ramen? You chain? know where Holland raises? Oh, it's upstairs. Yeah. So this is the Far East Plaza in Chinatown. This is the Far East Plaza in Chinatown. So was that like part of the experience, like the surliness of the guy? Like and the, it's and, part of like the, and the dirtiness like of the you floor. For 15 it's, one of those, it's one of those places where like you look and they have an A hanging in the window and you're like, how? <laughs> you know, you're like, how is this even possible? I'm not. He yeah. wasn't even wearing a, a rag or had a rag to wipe things down with. He was using his apron. And I'm not. And honestly, Kaz, because that's his name. It's on all the menus. Chef Kaz or whatever. He, he looks like he's like 80 years it's old. It's just the one guy. It's just one guy and like a helper that's doing dishes and stuff. Okay. And like, I was like, I'm not really. I, you know, I wanted ramen, but I was like, I kind of just want a rice ball. And he was like, yeah, we don't got that. And I was like, all right. 
right, cool. I guess I'm, I guess I'm being hogtied into getting ramen today. <laughs> I kind of appreciate the surliness of that. Like, no, we don't do that. Now you're he, getting the fucking ramen. Well, he, didn't, like he, didn't, he didn't sound like that. But I know, yeah. but in my mind, it's... it's that's, hey, how, that's how uh, it sounds rice bowl, No, we don't got no yeah. rice bowl. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But uh, it is it is peak. It's peak soup weather, mm. peak hot foods weather. Oh, my God. Like an Italian meatball sub. Sounds Ooh, great. Hot sandwich hot weather. Hot sandwich weather. I re- you know what? I don't need a lot of hot sandwiches. Just spaghetti right in between two pieces of bread. <laughs> spaghetti sub. Why not? I mean, who, what? Just eat it, pig. Why not? Someone's gonna do that and and become like you an Instagram someone, sensation. You know, it's a spaghetti sub. Has. It's full of pasta. I see these things constantly pop up on like my feed on the, the Instagram or on oh, right. Facebook. The gram on the gram, and it's just like it's just like some place in like Hackensack, New Jersey, and they're like, we just put nine pieces of cheese in a bowl and covered it in dough. And sauce, and then we flipped it over, and then you ate it, you fucking slut. <laughs> you know, I I think there is room for novelty foods, like stunt foods that are good. <laughs> Obviously, it's like you know, like in the great outdoors where John Candy has to eat a seventy-two ounce steak. Yes, that's fun. I love a comically but that's like large a steak. Piece of meat that's just big, but it's just like, hey, we took a burrito and we made it nine times bigger, and then we filled it with fucking orphans. And you're just like, I don't want this. What is this? Or- the orphan burrito is sweeping the gram. <laughs> well, they're not going to use them for anything else anyway. It just there, 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 there is. I think there is a time and place for a novelty food, but like the saturation with novelty foods. Well, is now too fun. You, you can look at it from a new perspective because you have a new sandwich shop, Estrato, open in downtown Los Angeles. Go get a sandwich. But like as a sandwich shop proprietor now, yes. Do you ever think like something crazy to put on the menu to, to get traction uh, no, on the gram just, or some kind of maybe, wild? Maybe if someone was just like really hungry, I'd be like, hey man, if you literally eat everything off our menu, I'll put your picture on the wall. Oh shit! Eat everything. That, is that a thing? I mean, it can be. I can guess. I do that? But I'm not gonna make like a special. You did one sitting. I don't want to make like a special abortion sandwich where like it's just like we took all our sodium and we put it between bread and then we slathered it in cheese sauce. I, I don't know. I think like uh, a suicide. Everything, <laughs> the potato salad, pasta salad, everything on a sandwich. You started making artichoke dip off menu. Oh, artichoke dip off menu. Hot also, tip, folks. Also, car- a carbonara off menu. Oh shit! That, that we're making. Carl had a little, had a little preview. I did get a taste of that. Then that we, start, sauce we started was doing. Uh, we started doing a little bit of a breakfast burrito and uh, and nacho arandi and pizza. Wow! How you ask? You didn't ask. Yeah, well, but you don't have an oven. Ask? Panini press. Oh, panini pizza. Open up the ciabatta bread, spread it open, and then press everything down together as one. Well, I just saw a pop up for a French bread pizza that was happening, so it's like I feel oh, like that's right. people are ready to like get back into Embrace that. Embrace the because it's like the pizza. nostalgia of childhood. Like I we never all really liked French bread pizza. Yeah, but like you know, your your mom would be like, "I got you the French bread," and you'd put it in the toaster oven. It was like a treat. It's and not I'd like I'd be something... like, uh, "Mom, it's Mama Celeste or nothing." It had those little pepperonis that were cut get into the quarters. Out of here, Stovers! <laughs> you bitch! No, what, wait, what was the brand? Not Mama Celeste. It was Stouffer's. No, not Stouffer's. The French bread pizza? Yeah. Or was Red Baron? Hmm. I don't know what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Which, by the way, the best of the Barons. <laughs> yeah, Blue Baron. You can go fuck yourself. Get out of here. It's so weird they named. I always like the Red Baron. Just like, is that like a, is that like a Nazi thing? <laughs> no, he was like a World War One ace. It was oh, like, okay. Why? It's, it seems so random. It's like, yes, of course, we named our. Microwavable pizza company Does he, does he have a, like a monocle a on him? That killed a bunch of people <laughs> in the first world war We're gonna kill you with delicious pizza <laughs> huh. 
He d- he was very dashing. Was he, he dashing? Had, he had like the scarf. Yeah, and he had like those like pilot, flowing. like those pilot yes, things on his head. Those very cool pilot goggles. Yeah, the pilot goggles and like the leather cap. I mean, I guess if you're gonna name your microwavable pizza company after a legendary war hero, you could do worse than the Red Baron. Uh, yeah. He was a Baron after all. He was a Baron. I mean. I mean you know, his name was like Mike, <laughs> right? Uh, Baron von Michael. Von von Michael. Like, Please call me Baron. Please, yeah, just, it's just Baron. It's just Red Baron. Thank I didn't you. get a lot of uh, reheatable pizza growing up, but I do oh, remember I Tombstone was like the benchmark of quality. I like Tombstone just because it sounded cooler than the other one. Like Freshetta, I'm like that doesn't sound that cool. But Tombstone is just like oh. those commercials were very effective. If you think too. about it, what do you want? It was like a surly. What do you or, want on your tombstone? No, it was like no, it was like a British guy. He's like, what do you want on your tombstone? Was it? Yeah, dude. If you think about it, Red Baron and Tombstone are both kind of morbid names for. I feel like it was pizza. John Cleese, dude. I think that's like that's who was hawking it. I feel like you've completely fabricated this commercial. John Cleese going. What would you care for on your tombstone? I I think honestly we live in the in the uh, in the era of of smartphones. I think we could go to the tape. Mm. We could easily look this up. No, it's we funnier. have no we have no control panel here though <laughs> at all. It's we need an assistant who can Google shit for us in live time while we're talking. Yeah. We can't stop the banter we'll to look call, shit up on we'll our phone. We'll just call him the Red Baron. Hey Baron, Google this shit. Remember on The Simpsons how one of Apu's kids. When they did that like weird show in the zoo, they yes. called him the Baron. Yeah, he, he wore a little. He wore a little. Uh, he wore like monocle, a monocle, <laughs> yes. and he had a little beard. And if you tried to take the beard off him, he got mad yes. and put it back on. See, full circle. Simpsons that's, put it on the board. That's uh, yeah. Call- it's 2019, man. The Simpsons haven't gone anywhere. Calling anything a Baron is just makes it. You should put a sandwich on your menu called the Baron. Called the Baron. Oh no, you should call your panini pizza the Baron. Oh, huh? Oh. Eh? <laughs> And then you get sued by, the by col- Red No, Baron. we'll call it the Calabrian Baron because it's Calabrian spread with tomatoes and cheese on Ooh, it. Oh, that sounds fucking good. I Wait, but how do you, it if it's open-faced, doesn't the panini press get stuck on the cheese? No, the panini press makes the cheese fucking crispy and it slides right off. Damn. Have you never put cheese on a griddle, sir? I mean, I not me personally. I've seen for, it done. For example, when we went to Cassell's with Top 10 Guest... Christian Page. Shout out to who Christian Who just Page. came to East Redo and had a delightful sandwich. Shout out to Christian. When he does the uh, patty melt, he has the cheese that falls off the side and it gets crispy yes. because it's making contact with said griddle. Wow. So, griddle technology, panini technology, heat technology. All coming that, together. All coming together at once. Dude, put it on the menu. Call it the Baron. Uh, no, I, I, call I, it the Blue Baron. The Blue Baron? No, no, no. no. Uh, Whoa, wait, what's better than red? Crimson. <laughs> the Crimson Baron. That not sounds, a, that not affiliated evil. with Red Baron. That sounds evil as or, shit. Or, or like the Crimson Count. And then it's like not affiliated with Red Baron. The Crimson Count. The Crimson Count. Yes, this is the Crimson Count uh, pizza. It has nothing to do with that other pizza. With <laughs> don't mind all the orphans. We're blood libeling in the back. <laughs> it has nothing to do with why that. Do we, why do we keep going back to orphans? I don't know, man. I've been using orphans a lot in my, yeah, in my just shtick. putting them to work. I've been putting them to work. Well, these, ki- these street urchins, they're on the street. They're picking people's pockets. I give them a new chance. Everyone's I get them like, in the sandwich shop. I'm like, Joel, your overhead so low. I'm like, hey, don't damn, worry about it. damn right. What's your secret? Are there 10 children? Back? Nah, don't, don't look back there. Is that an orphan chain gang? Are those yep. filthy Victorian street urchins making your sandwiches? Ah, don't worry about it. Taking it off there, boss. Those taking it off there. <laughs> those are my children. You have 12 children? Yes, don't worry about it. Yes. Don't I, ask me any further and questions. I love each and every one of them. <laughs> Why are they all wearing clothes with patches and tiny top hats with the top open like a can? Don't worry about it, it's I It's funny because all their names are patches. <laughs> patches. That's, like a, that's an orphan name, right? It is. It's like yeah. patches and boots. <laughs> 
boots. Yeah. <laughs> just this one's trousers. Just, Get the fuck out yeah, of here. just what they what they're wearing. This one's checkers. Yes. I I think actually checkers is a great name. Checkers, name of fucking uh, Nixon's dog. That's true. Yeah. This is all just really good stuff. See, we honestly. don't even need we don't even need an assistant to Google shit because you're a fount of knowledge. I really am a well. You need you're, to draw from me every now and again. <laughs> right. You know, you need to send out one of the orphans to kind of get the pulley and like get the fucking water from down and get the water knowledge from down, down deep in the fucking all the, abyss. All the other like restaurants are like, I don't know how he does it. He's he has a profit margin of forty percent. His labor costs are so low. We don't know. It's like, and then it's like hard-hitting expose. East Red Sandwich Shop hit with labor, labor charges. And you know what? I'd do it again. 14 orphans <laughs> found in the walk-in. 14 orphans. They're sleeping in the walk-in. I gave them jackets. Dateline 2019. <laughs> Joe Miller runs amok with the Baron over at East Stretto. <laughs> He's also being sued by the Red Baron Company for his, his pizza called the Crimson Count. I've always wanted to have a picture of me taken out of court with my hands right. cuffed. The perp with, my, walk. with my hands right. covering my face so you could only see my long, unkempt hair. If you ever get the perp walk, I'll throw the jacket over your head yeah, they, when please, they bring please, you out. Please do. And then someone comes out of the woodwork to shoot me, and then it's over, and just as directed by Oliver Stone. <laughs> Oh my god, he's got a gun. Ah, the sandwich game. It's more deadly than it used to be. <laughs> oh man. It's, uh, you know, so now we're in we're in peak stew weather, we're in peak winter. I mean, yeah, are you, this actually feels like winter. This right? is winter. Yeah. I I want to make some stews. I think I'm like going to get the crock pot back out. I just love I love uh getting a stew going. You know, like it's the process of making it too. That's why making a stew. dumping a bunch of shit yeah, in a fucking like, bowl when you make and a being stew. Like, what do I got in the fridge? Throw it in there. Now we got a stew going. What is that? An orphan? Put him in there. <laughs> Put him in there. I mean, I, I, as someone who likes cooking but isn't like amazing at cooking, I feel like a, a soup is a great way to just kind of cook. Use what you have. You can throw in all the veg that have just been it's, sitting in your it's fridge. It's literally water, vegetables, and salt. That's like Boom. a base of like you can just make anything. That's life. That's the base of life right Make potato soup. What is it? Potatoes that you cut up and water and salt. I need to get an immersion blender is what I need. No, you don't. Yeah. I mean, you could. Yes, I could. Theoretically. I should. I I mean, it's not that expensive. Do you have one? I have several. Can I have it? You cannot. God damn it. Those are for the orphans. I was so close. (laughs) You're so close. I was so close. I was thinking about it. My wife brought up, uh, she's like, you should do like a half sandwich and soup combo. Yeah. And I was like, I do want to do that, but then it's like, it's only good, like, a month out of the year. But do it for the next few months. I suppose so. Yeah, right. I mean, is tomato soup too played? No. Grilled cheese and tomato? Is that played? tomato soup. Play I, I mean, I do like a tomato soup. It would be nice to have at least one soup option. I think so. I Because, mean, I mean, like, you're a sandwich shop. You're going to get a lot of lunch traffic. People like soup for lunch. You're going to do the old bang bang. The soup and salad. Com- soup mm. salad sandwich. Ooh. Triple S. Because you don't want to do SS. Problematic. No. Problematic. Especially with the Red Baron. Highly problematic. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think a good soup, I think like a, like, you know, a tomato and fennel soup, perhaps make Ooh. it a more interesting, zhuzh it, zhuzh it up, zhuzh it up. I could see a cup of tomato fennel, like a half sandwich and a small salad special. Or a little, like a, a side, like a side of like a pasta salad or a potato salad. Ooh, that potato salad. Uh, it might be the sleeper hit. It's, 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 the secret is. What is the secret? Uh, Dijonais? Tears. Get out of here. Uh, no, the see it's just, honestly, there's nothing special to it. It's just, you know. Hey, don't sell that, don't just, sell that potato salad short. It is special. It's, it's honestly, it's the Dijonais. We have a joke, we have a joke where it's just like, because we put Dijonais on a good amount of stuff. Because it's great. I think if people really sleep on the Dijonais. I, I have never slept on Dijonais and, and a, I never will sleep on Dijonais. It's just a ratio of Dijon to mayonnaise. And it just, it goes well on everything, but you just cook potatoes. 
Throw some Dijonese on there. Throw some fucking herbs on there. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, some secret herbs and spices yep. or, or whatnot. We yep. can't give you all right. of our yeah, secrets. Spoon but, feed you over here. But like, uh, but that's about it. Yeah, some salt and pepper. Chives. Of course, chives. Are the potatoes salt roasted? They're salt crusted. So you, you start with like a shallow layer of water. You give it a heavy amount of salt. And as it reduces, it, it crusts over mm. the potatoes. That way, when you're actually just like throwing stuff in there, you really don't have to season a whole lot. Okay. The problem is you could, there's always such a thing as too much salt. There's too much seasoning. Okay. I would say. Over season. Well, there's a, there's, there's a point where seasoning is seasoning and like, it's like aggressively seasoned and then it just becomes salty. You don't want it to hit you. You can be aggressively You want to straddle seasoned, that borderline. You don't want to get to salty. Yeah. Okay. Oh. You have to build a wall per se around seasoning. That is uh, like, it is really disappointing when you get something that's like too salty in a restaurant. Because obviously restaurants use a lot of butter. They use a lot of salt. Yeah. And that's why it's good. But like, if you get something that's too salty, you're just like, what, what am I supposed to do I with this? I really don't like like movie popcorn. This is like too much. You don't like it? No. I, I think movie popcorn just acts as a vehicle and, for liquid butter. And they and yeah, liquid butter, but then they give you iodized salt, and that just like it's like nobody wants iodized salt. Nobody wants. They could step up their game with some kosher salt. Get some maldon in there. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll have a small popcorn. That'll be fourteen fifty. Yeah, fourteen fifty. Why? Because we use fucking maldon on it. You yeah. Fucking pig, <laughs> and you'll love it. Uh, I'd spray for that. You do the maldon add on. You'll be we we have Malden at at uh, at the restaurant, but we don't really use it for much. I mean, it's like well, finishing salt. Yeah, you're not right, using right, it. Who's finishing a sandwich? What, 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 who am I? Like <laughs> Jesus Christ! Just sprinkle on top of the sandwich. What am I, Guy Fieri? You know that guy? Guy fucking uses Malden salt. <laughs> Malden salt budgets through the roof. What I have? Oh, he uses you donkey will, sauce. He doesn't yeah. need Malden salt, Joel. Yeah, you will be happy to know that I have been drinking less shitty coffee. Wow. Wait, you s- say this as you're drinking a 7-Eleven coffee in f- directly in front of me. We're closed. You come into my house and we're you closed. lie to me. We're closed on Mondays and I've earned my treat. But <laughs> but don't, during the day we have a we have a Lamarzoka uh, espresso machine. Okay. It's a nice fucking it machine. Is a nice it's a really nice machine. machine and I've learned how to make cappuccinos, oh. lattes, Ooh. americanos and espressos. Oh. And what's the little littler guys? What is it like a it's like a, not a macchiato. A cortado, a cortado. Macchiato. Yeah, yeah, cortado. These things Damn. all just sound like like explorers of like the, the 1450s. <laughs> well, macchiato actually means marked because a macchiato is marked with a little bit of foam. And then a cappuccino is called that because its color should be the exact same color as the, as the robes of the cappuccino monks. That's why it's called cappuccino. Now, now who's now who's a knowledge. font of knowledge? Now there's a roll of knowledge right now. We can fire our assistant, Baron. Get the hell out of here. Get we don't need you anymore. Here. I know everything about coffee. But make us a reservation at Bavel first. <laughs> and an Americano is called that because after the war, American GIs in occupied Italy didn't like espresso because they thought it was too bitter. So, so they, they put added water, water in it, it, and Americano is just espresso and water. Yeah. That's my favorite drink. That's my favorite drink too, like because I like just a drip coffee. But we don't have that. Mm. People, you know, it's weird. People are like, "Give me, uh, I'll just have a drip." I'm like, "We don't have that. I can make you." americano and they leave like what? like it's better or something mm. who what we had this guy come in coming in and with a yeah. with a question now we shit talk customers no, did, this is my favorite part of the show we had, a, we had a guy come in and he was and he had a he had a very questionable choice of of partner uh and and he was just like and he would look he, he looked like meaning a, what uh we could talk off air about okay i know uh, no, not like a not like a like a horrible thing. It was, okay. it was just like like a question. Like when you know you look at someone, you're like, eh, I don't trust you. Okay, you know what I mean? He, he's shifty. He, he's he's shifty. He had, like, His eyes like are moving back and moving forth. Back and forth. And he comes in. He goes, I'll have a you know, I'll have a beer. And I'm like, Well, right now we only have a Peroni and High Life. 
two acceptable two choices. Two very fine options. Two acceptable choices. And this guy was wearing like a like an he was like a grown adult man with like an anime t-shirt and like mm. what I would assume are only Jinko jeans. That's from a red like, flag. Yeah. That's red a red flag. flag. And his hair was parted right in the middle. Mm. You know what I mean? He looked like Brendan Fraser in like 1991. <laughs> it's a look. It's a look. It's a look. And then he and then he was just like, oh, he's like, oh, those are both terrible. And I and he was like, wow. And I was and I was just like, what are you talking about? And he's just like, yeah, I don't want that. I was like, what, what do you want? Like a double IPA, yeah, triple uh, Vin Diesel X. It's not hoppy thing? enough for me, actually. If unless it's very hoppy, I don't, I don't care for it. And he's like, how dare you question my choices? Mm. Was he wearing a puka shell necklace at the time? Uh, it might have been hidden underneath his mm, anime T-shirt. Mm, unable to see it. He definitely had some kind of braided anklet on. I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> Well, I mean, actually, all the customers have been have been lovely. Yes, that's what I'm people saying. People are coming in there, and we're like, we have Peroni, and they're like, that sounds fucking great. Yeah. And then they sit there and they drink it because they're not asking. Who doesn't want a beer at lunch or any time during the day? We've had some customers come in and just like, I'll have seven beers, please. Not all at once, but they come and they get one and they pay for it. And I'm, I just want to be like, I'll start a tab. I haven't done that yet. I want right. to do that. I've yeah. never had that opportunity. Yeah, they slide the card, and you're like, I'll start a tab. And I was just like, you want to keep it open or closed? I know you want to keep it up. I'm going to do that. We had this like Belgian couple and they were just fucking crushing beers and they were awesome. It's that European day drinking vibe, baby. Yeah, dude. They had like they had like neck tattoos, but they were sweet. You know? There you go. They were it, very sweet. The, the, it's a crossroad. It's a cultural crossroads in downtown Los Angeles. Really, Anyone I, could walk I in really off the street. I feel like it is. It, it really is. It's been great though. The reception from the community has been been amazing. But I have been drinking better coffee, mostly Americanos. Okay. Every now and then when I'm feeling froggy, I get a I get a cappuccino. See, and I'm learning, trying to do the latte art. I'm see, learning how to do that. What, what's going to happen is you're going to go into 7-Eleven to get your normal 7-Eleven coffee, and you're going to be pouring it, and then you're going to look at yourself, and you're going to go, what the hell am I doing? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look, and my reflection will be in yeah, the coffee, and yourself. a tear will fall yeah. into it. You'll see your ripples, reflection in the window, yeah. and you'll be like, what have I become? And then you'll go downtown and make yourself a fucking Americano like an adult man mm. should. Says, says the man wearing a knit cap. It's right very now, cold out. You look, you look silly. This is not a fashion beanie. It's a functional beanie. It's not a functional. It's on half your head. You look like a hype beast. A hype beast? You look like a hype, hype beast. Hype beast wears Supreme and sneakers that cost it's, $400. It might as well. I mean, I'm those boots look, mm, they look a little bit pricey. <laughs> I'm just saying right now. <laughs> look, so, this is so, the one. you, Mr. Carhartt white t-shirt. This is the one month of a year where you can dress like a lumberjack in LA and it's actually functional. Uh-huh. Rest of the year, that's a fashion lumberjack. It's out the window. Re- this, this month and possibly part of next month, functional lumberjack. Well, and there you go. You, know, I'm, uh, I, you, you look good, though. You look very fashionable. Good. You look cozy. I am cozy as hell. I would like to cuddle with you after the show. <laughs> I would like to just kind of crawl up. I'll take, I'll take it under consideration. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I mean, it's like, I don't know. It's funny in LA because it'll be like hot as fuck. And you'll just see someone wearing like a very big knit cap. And you're like, it's 95 degrees out. How can you justify it's this, It's like sir? a big knit cap and a pea coat. And you're like, what, what is going on People under People in L.A. are dying for layers weather. Like, we, like outfit weather. Oh, I love outfit weather. Sure. I, I have multiple. This is like the first time I think I've worn multiple layers. You go outside right now, people are strutting their stuff. They have nine scarves nine on. Nine layers. Everyone looks like Lenny Kravitz. Every, everyone's <laughs> jacket purchase. They're like, it's time to show off the jacket. That's true. It's very. It is very true. Everyone is very fashion fashionable. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make fucking stew for dinner tonight. I don't believe you. I'm going to. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna go to Cookbook. They have pre-packaged uh, stew lamb bits. Yeah. Just like you know, vacuum sealed. Just like nice stew size bits. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a little stew. Yeah, it's gonna be the most expensive stew ever. There's nothing that stew has humble origins. And you're like, I'm gonna go to cookbook. I'm gonna spend fifteen dollars on these Look, on these excess parts. Uh, you don't think that I respect my stew enough to buy pasture raised lamb? 
You th- what do you think I'm going to disrespect my stew with some sort of garbage industrial lamb? Wouldn't do it. Mm. Wouldn't do that. Mm. I respect the stew game too much. Yeah, well, you know, I respect myself too much. I, I can I can see how you would see that. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, you're gonna be over here eating a half bowl of ramen, p- pretending you're full when you're not satisfied. I, I'm always satisfied. I'm half satisfied. bowl. I'm very, I Might as well have a mug a of ramen. Of, I, had, I ate a half a whole pizza from Prime yesterday. Mm. I'm satisfied with my life. You had half a whole pizza from Prime yesterday. I fucking sure did. Damn, that's a Sunday. That is a Sunday. That's a Sunday. And I had a half a breakfast burrito, and. My wife made me spaghetti and fucking meat sauce with Caesar salad and garlic bread last night for dinner. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. God, having a wife sounds pretty good. It's not bad. Especially if they're making you pasta actively. It's so good. It's, uh, it, it is great. She was, she's, she's a peach. Can't, can't, tell, can't say that enough. Serena, baby, if you're listening, I love you. I kind of want a wife just so I can say she's a peach. I think that's, that might be the... The, the best thing is, like, I always... Joel, how's your wife? She's a goddamn when, when, peach. When I, was, when I was a younger... When I was a younger boy watching, like, reruns of I Dream of Genie and shit, uh-huh, sure. she thought the man would come home and, like, some lady would be in a polka dot dress, like, holding a martini ready for you. Right. That doesn't happen. Serena doesn't know how to make a martini. Wow. However, I will come home that's and she'll... That's very disappointing and, to hear. And, and she, no, she, I will come home, which... And, and she will be like... You want a glass of whiskey or a glass of wine? And she'll pour me it and she'll bring it to me. I mean, I do give her the same courtesy, but I'm like, this is what marriage is all about. Domestic pouring, somebody, pouring your somebody, significant other alcohol. Yeah. And if, and like, and that's the same, like I give her the same courtesy. She's just like, oh, you know, will you go, you know, can you go grab me a, a this or that from the fridge? And I'll be like, yeah, absolutely. You know why? Because we have that same fucking kind of courtesy. I guess marriage is like always having a drinking buddy. I mean, you can't get rid of them. They're uh, just there. I mean, it very much in our relationship. Yes, it's always having a drink. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You come home from a long day slinging French bread pizza. Yeah. It's been hard. The orphans were giving you guff. They were giving me. They're, so they're, much start, they're talking about unionizing. Uh, somehow oh, a union organizer oh, got oh, to oh, them. They, they can't talk. Right. They're, you had to stomp. I've, I've, so, I've sewed their mouth shut right. with just a little hole so for water to come. You through. had to wrap them on the wrist with a hickory switch to get order restored. Yeah. You come home. It's been a long day. And then just a nice two fingers of scotch. Waiting for you by roaring that fireplace. Is, that is not enough fingers of scotch. <laughs> Better make it three. Better make it four. It was four. a long day down at the sandwich factory. Well, I want to know what I need to do to get a sandwich named after me. Um, I don't. I honestly don't think it's going to be that hard. Okay. Uh, all you have to do is come up with something that you would want to eat. Oh, like, I didn't know that. I needed to be brainstorming. Like Serena, for example, she just wants turkey sliced okay. with a Caesar salad on top of it and Ooh. Parmesan cheese. Ooh. Yeah. Don't you already have that? No. You have we have a, ch- a chopped salad, chop salad with salami. Okay. I see. But we don't have like, it's basically like a chicken Caesar salad, or but a turkey Caesar sandwich. Mm. It's spicy with Calabrian chilies. Mm. See, I don't know. Now I don't know. You she's already, thought it through. She's ahead of the game. That's a good wife. She's doing the planning. She's yeah. doing the work. She's, she's putting in the work. She's, you she's, already have roast beef. You already have prosciutto. I mean, I feel like mine would have to be a Spanish ham special. A Spanish ham a, special. Yeah, like an Iberico uh, oh, are you providing us with the beer? I mean, I could. I could, but then it would just be for me. I want the public to have access to my sandwich. Uh, okay. I don't want to be selfish and hoard it just for me. Yeah. That would, I, just, I could bring in a beer. Would you go hot or cold, though? Would you want it pressed, mm. not pressed? Cheese sauce? No cheese sauce? See. What kind of cheese? I don't think I would want cheese sauce. Oh. I feel like I would keep it Spanish and go like a Manchego style yeah. type of cheese. Yeah. Firm, a little salty. Mm-hmm. But then again... You know, you already get a, you get a lot of salt from the from the ham, so maybe something a little milder and and softer mm. would be the ticket. Mm. Although manchego could work. My my sandwich: salami, yellow mustard, bread. Done. Salami, yellow mustard, bread. Nothing else. Why? Pressed. 
No. Damn, that sounds good though. Yeah. Like French's. It's <laughs> just so good. Yeah. I kind of want just salami Dijonais <laughs> bread. Maybe a little lettuce. I just want a rolled up salami that I dip in Dijonais. It's just rolled up salami. Like, it's just like rolled Standing up salami in and provolone, just like, and, and Dijonais on the side to dip. It's just a meat and cheese platter with a dipping thing in the middle, and you just dip. Yeah, just roll there's, there's nothing wrong with that, man. I used to do that all the time, just like roll cheese and cold cuts together. Yeah. Like, have you gone, we haven't even talked about this, have you gone anywhere to eat lately? I feel like my, my, my habits have gone less because I've been working so much. I did go to ERB again, had okay. some chicken thighs. Okay. Burger. Shot sure. that token Frenchy salad. Some French fries. You know where I went? Actually, that was so good. I don't even want to talk about it because it's like under, still under the radar. It's a hidden gem. It's called yeah. Cheesecake Factory. It's called Roasty. It's a Peruvian place in Highland Park. R-O-S-T-I? R-O-S-T-Y. Oh. And uh, it's like on Fig, but not like in the main strip, but like right near there. It's not like it's like tucked away. Was it Otonio too busy or something? I mean, you can't go to Otonio all the time. I wish I could. If I was a baron, if I had baron money, I'd be yeah, in there. If I had that pizza money. Well, the good thing about Otonio is you can just go in and just like have a couple snacks at the bar. Like it's very good for doing that yeah. instead of like a whole dinner. Right. I mean, I, it's, it's time to go back. Obviously, I can never go there enough. I but uh, Roasty, great neighborhood joint. Peruvian rotisserie chicken, ceviches, fucking lomo saltado. We got some beef heart skewers. That don't sound bad. Dude, no corkage. Rolling a bottle of wine, then didn't charge us open it. Really? Yeah. That is. And just like neighborhood awesome. vibes. Everyone's friendly. There's families, but like not annoying. I would families. have loved that. It's like neighborhood vibes. Everyone is really, really not. Not friendly at all. But no <laughs> right. corkage. Neighborhood vibes, a lot of beanies, yeah. uh, just beanies as <laughs> far as like I can layers. see. There was this guy and he took off a jacket after jacket after jacket yeah, after we're talking jacket. nine layers. He was fucking... No, but it was like, it was just like, you know, the waiter's really friendly. It's just like very casual and like great, you know, I fucking love chicken. Chicken, black beans and rice with plantains. I'm like the happiest man. Tostones? Just like, no, not tostones, like straight up, like just plantains, plantains, just but like, like roasted. So they're like a little crispy on the outside, but soft oh. on the inside. Black beans, really good black beans and rice. Simple. Mm. We just got half a chicken. Beef heart was great. Ceviche, super simple, delicious. Fucking A, man. You know, it comes with like the corn on the side. It's so good. I mean, why not? I mean, I'm, I'm actually kind of upset you didn't invite me. Oh, I thought we were. Well, I was, I was trying. Oh, to... I guess we're just podcast like. <laughs> partners I guess, I guess we're just not friends you were at work I, I guess i guess we're not friends no, you were at work you were i understand you were whipping the orphans in shape someone's gotta please wait, this isn't enough gruel to work all day shut, shut up, up patches shut up get back in the walk-in where you shut, live shut up you want your eye patch back don't you but Ch checkers is suffering from uh That's spanish scurvy. flu <laughs> everyone has dysentery everyone has rubella it's like organ trail <laughs> The rubella is spreading amongst the workers. It's like, uh, check the workers. They are quite sickly. Yeah. <laughs> they are quite sickly. Ugh. Everyone's coughing into a handkerchief and blood is coming out. Oh, my God. Well, I think that segues effortlessly into our guests because all their workers are super happy and friendly. Not no, like they the are, fucking they are sweatshop. In, they are actually insanely happy. You're running downtown. Uh, super happy to have them on the show. It's a place that we've talked about a lot. And uh, finally, they're going to be here to tell us all about it our guests today are caitlin sullivan and casey carter aka honey high what's up y'all welcome right. to the show that's us we're here uh i think we've talked about honey high on the show so much i feel like we've talked about it 
I more than I'm, any other restaurant where we I haven't feel like had we're the chef practically on. investors <laughs> in Honey High. I feel like I can make a strong claim to being a top ten You're patron. Top like if, if Carl had 10. like a pie chart of where he spends his money, like ninety percent of yes. it would be ham, and then the rest would be honey. Cookbook and Honey High are taking yeah. up way too a much lot. of that pie. Definitely a lot of Psychic it. Wines Psychic wines. Psychic wines too. Psychic wines in there. Silver Lake wine. Domain Lou. To know Carl that there are metrics on on the Square system. Right. We could pull it. There's like a Carl data button. It's yeah. like, uh, how much has Carl but, spent this but month? Sometimes we fear, like, we never want our number one or two customer to find out exactly how much money they're spending. Oh, please <laughs> never <laughs> tell, like, never. Their accountant to oh, be like, uh, excuse right, exactly. me, yeah. more, sir, but we need to talk about My CPA story. calls you, like, is this honey high? <laughs> we, we need to have a long talk. An intervention. So, Carl, yes, Carl, it's certainly a regular. Mm -hmm. And we were just saying that Carl's actually, Carl's been to your house. I have. I went to your birthday party. That was a great party. 30th. I would just like to note that it was a Tupac-themed 30th birthday party. And it was fun as hell. It was fun. And as you... a little early, if I recall. A little too... It it got more things to do. You think it's the only birthday party he had that night? No. I had a couple other things. I had a couple other things. I had a show face on a couple other functions. He had a regatta gala to attend, and he had to put on his finest boating attire. Actually, you know what I remember? <laughs> One of your friends like made like a pork shoulder on the grill or something. Randy, oh, yes. Randy Weddick, and I like became incredible. best friends with him, hanging he's out by the grill, chef, talking yeah. about pork. <laughs> I, I brought him in. I mean, he's not even a novice. He's just not a professional chef, but he's, he's right. the he's guy's incredible. So yeah. yeah, I I um I invited Randy to make a giant pork shoulder. Oh my god! I knew that that would really be the star. I wasn't gonna cook that right. night. Right, right. Like, it was it was your I night. Was not doing it. No, no, it was no, no. it was you was and Tupac's night. I was blacked out <laughs> the whole time. You're too busy writing thug life on everyone's stomachs. <laughs> yeah, right. Really Actually, funny. there's still thug life written on in her kitchen. Yeah, that's in that's cursive. staying up there. In cursive. Because yeah. it's it's a motto for life. It's mm-hmm. not just about that one night. It's about how you live your life. It's, yes, certainly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Dave has that tattooed on his ass. It's a great tattoo yeah. just to have anywhere. Yeah, um, absolutely. You guys are friends. And business partners. We are, yeah. I mean, I feel like star- Joel has just started a new restaurant with his friend. Um, who, so, else, who has Thug Life tattooed on his uh, face? The, the, the man, the, t- the ass in question, yeah. Dave Fernie's ass. Uh, but it's like, it's such a crazy step to like, like being friends is one thing, but then putting business and everything else on top of that and op- I mean opening a restaurant is one of the dumbest things you can ever d- do in your worst life. Worst idea. Literally one of the worst. Idea. Oh yeah we're one week in and we're like oh ah! yeah. well, the metrics day. are wrong. Why yeah. is it raining? Nobody wants to walk <laughs> But I also yeah. feel like in taking that step when you have like a good friend with you it changes the dynamic because like someone who opens a restaurant alone you have like all the shit pressing down on you. You don't have anyone to fucking vent to. If you're yeah. opening with your good friend it's like you're, you're in it together. We've said many times, and actually sometimes when we have an office day where we need to get a bunch of work done, and then we just end up just bitching and sure. commiserating right. and talking. Talking shit on customers. <laughs> talking about you. Who's that talking one guy? Carl, mostly. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, he's only Carl. coming twice this week. Carl's, we have people to feed. Carl yeah. expenditure is down. We need yeah. to redo the books. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean, it really does ease the blow in many ways of such an insane industry. And I think, I, you know, we've said this many times before, but... I think I I would have if if I had started Honey High Loan or if Caitlin had started Honey High Loan, we would have shuttered it a long time ago. Right. Yeah, right. It, it, you're, it, you're each other's rocks. Yeah, we're each other's rocks, and we're also like we had you know a solid like ten years of friendship and like understanding each other's dynamics. That's important beforehand. Right. And you know it, but it definitely takes it to another level, and it really is. It could tear apart lesser friends. It, Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a couple of things that I think that are good about our relationship. And one is that we're both really interested in um, therapy and like therapeutic <laughs> language. And like, 
Yeah, and like self work, and we're not we're not like stubborn or like closed minded people. Because right. I think if we were, if we were like, no, this is the way you do it, and right. this is the way you fucking do it, then it would be like. You don't, yeah, you don't want that. Also, that's like against the whole, like, I feel like Honey High is like ethos (laughs) and aesthetic. It's it's so not Honey High. It's a therapy restaurant. (laughs) It is. It's a therapeutic (laughs) Going there is therapy for me. It's a therapeutic space. Well, we talk a lot about like, um, you know, aggressive vegetable intake and like balancing, you know, like other unhealthy habits like maybe I, I have not been sticking to that mantra in the last couple months or so. well it was it's a tough time it was the holiday right was the holiday. exactly all, all, all I was doing was eating bread and cured meat and I was just like um, yeah, a I, season of excess I, I always tell people who have trouble like sticking to any sort of a diet I'm like whatever you're eating that's shitty you have to eat equal amounts vegetables. That's, like, that's don't what even, I'm saying. I'm like, don't even stop eating Oreos. Like, right. continue on. But you better be but eating some cabbage. Also, have to have that many cabbage servings of cabbage. Okay, that's see, I like that as like an overall philosophy. Yeah. It's just like you know, I'm gonna have some cured meats, but I also ate uh, four floors of broccoli for breakfast. Exactly. So it's all balancing out. Right. At yeah. least you gotta at least just get those veggies in there. I oh. think like one of the main things that I loved right off the bat about Honey High was I your first regular. Was that a joke that we had? No, I think you're definitely you you're, one of you're our first. Okay. Definitely one of the okay. first. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that I am. <laughs> you yeah. can have that. We will give that you to you. You can have that. But like, <laughs> it's like you feel good about eating it, but it's also like really good. Like, I think for some reason in this whole like wellness, uh, you know, eating healthy yeah, yeah. like don't sphere. Don't say that word. We don't use yeah, the double wellness word. is no bad. Wellness. We're not gonna we use that word. But like, I think especially yeah. like in LA, where everyone's so obsessed with like you know like trying glowing. to eat clean or glowing up and what have yeah. you. That it's like, I don't know. It seems like you were able to make a place where the food is very good and healthful, but also just like delicious as as a first step. Yeah, yeah. That's the first. Uh, we we hope that that's the first thing that people notice. And and ideally, uh, we would want all customers to come in and just have a delicious meal, and then maybe find out afterwards that it happened to also right. be healthy. They didn't even know and what an like, adaptogen oh, cool. was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't even really use too much of that stuff, sure. because it's it's really, to us, it's really about food. And and I'm a practicing nutritionist as well, and, and so I work with a lot of clients, and I have so many people coming to me, and they're like, I want the powders and the supplements, and da-da-da-da-da, but if you're if your diet is all fucked up, then like you can take supplements and powders yeah. and like yeah. spend drop you know right. ten grand on sure. expensive. There's no shit magic like bullet all the time. But if your diet isn't isn't actually sound to start with, then none of that shit really matters. That's so it's true. like, but you better make it good or else you're not gonna you're not gonna eat it. <laughs> That's yeah. true. You know, and no one wants to be punished with food. No one exactly. wants to. Be- we like to say that we put equal value on the nutritional integrity as we do on the deliciousness like mm. it's both things both things need to coexist the mm-hmm. venn diagram has to overlap right and in a huge way in a huge yeah. way otherwise you know we're not we're not changing anybody so you have mind. like the exact opposite philosophy of a place like meatzilla where they put like <laughs> pepperoni pizzas as hamburger hey, there's a place yeah. in the spectrum for meatzilla and oh, honey said he liked it. he stopped by there he said he liked it i had a hamburger there and it was it was good. I'm sure it was delicious. It didn't have a pizza on it. It was like oh. a regular burger. We were just we were just talking about. He got the meatzilla junior. Yeah, that was the, that was the healthy option. That's the regular. Reasonable. I was like, give me the regular burger. Yeah, <laughs> we were just talking about how at most restaurants, like people want to put you know like healthy food or meatzilla food or whatever into these separate categories, but. Once you have like a, a particular framework of thinking that I think you probably do for the most part when you're eating, it's like that. 
you can find more overlaps than there are right. differences, right? Like you just know how you want to eat at places and right. it's, it's not necessarily. Or you just go to Honey High and you just add that lamb sausage onto any and dish. Right. And Which it's we amazing. Just we just did. We just had lamb sausages. Oh yeah. my God. I think you did have one, uh, one problem when they took up the steak. Oh, right. Ooh, Carl. I, jumped, I wasn't going to bring it up. I, I had I to bring it up bring because, it up. because you heard off, about it. off air, he is very vocal mm. about this. Mm-hmm. Well, here, here's what I'll say. You guys had a steak plate on the menu at Honey the High. It was I never so, got to try. A grass-fed hanger steak. So good. But, you, but it used to be steak. another cut, and then you switched to hanger, yeah, right? Yeah, and did. when you switched to hanger, it was like even better. Yeah. Hanger's great. And the chimichurri was like perfect. And it came with like these like really nice roasted veggies and a spaghetti mm-hmm. squash mm-hmm. situation. Carl, it was like my it was like <laughs> right? literally my perfect well, meal. Well, let, let's. Well, I was the only one who ever ordered. You it. are the only. Literally <laughs> the only person who ever ordered it. It was like when Joel put a pig head on the Wallace menu <laughs> yeah. and no one ordered because it, it had an eye and teeth. <laughs> and I was like, I'll take three of those. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and you I know, think I you're think happy. you know the the steak really felt like a summertime dish though. It was and summer. so there, you yeah. may you may see something like that return okay. for for the. Dangle it in front of me. Don't give me false <laughs> hope that it's coming tell back. You, I'll tell you one of the reasons why we stopped doing the steak because um, it was really hard for us to source grass-fed hanger. Mm-hmm. And okay. if people haven't been to Honey High, they might not know that we more than we place you know mm-hmm. scrutiny on the integrity of you know the nutritional value and also the flavor and the the culinary prospects and mm-hmm. everything else. Sure. We really care about sourcing. Right. We source. Like, psychos. like psychopaths. I mean, it is like something I have to talk to my therapist about. <laughs> like I cannot, like if I'm at the farmer's market and I can't find the perfect bunch of parsley mm-hmm. that's right. tiny and tender. Like people have watched right. me You just start counting back from 10, breathing. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. crying again. The parsley's yeah. happening yeah. again. Bad. Those who that know woman me, is sobbing by yeah. the parsley bundles. I'm fine. Fine. It's, it's really intense. Did you work at larger scale restaurants before? Or has no. it always been Mm-mm. small? No, I, I actually didn't really even work in restaurants at all. Oh, okay. So uh, I worked for a private chef who was, I, God, I hope he never listens to this because he was just a really intense fuck guy. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, I learned. You can say it. Guy Fieri, fuck off, yeah. man. I did. Oh. I worked, but prior to this, I'm actually. I signed an NDA. Nice I can't talk about Mr. Ferry or his matters. <laughs> no, I worked for a private chef for like two months and then I, I actually worked at Erewhon for like six weeks because I wanted to see the way a giant operation yeah. pushed out food like that. Wait, is Erewhon like, a giant? Operation? It is it's, it's they do it's, more it's, it's huge. Yeah. Wait, they do more it's just a one location, right? No, there's seen. Calabasas, there's Santa Monica, there's Whoa. Venice, there's Venice, Venice and Beverly. Beverly. Okay, That's for it. our non LA listeners, Erewhon is a very fashionable and expensive. Uh, it's kind of like a Whole Foods. $15 for a quinoa salad. It's a baby. But the reason why I think a lot of people gravitate to eating lunch at, at Erewhon is because they have an incredible selection yes. of all these deli salads. Mm-hmm. And then they Pre-made also have stuff fresh, hot stuff that comes yeah. out. But they use real ingredients. Yeah. And it's not like at vegetable oil. It's all just like, or I mean, sorry, at that. <laughs> Whole Foods, which I also call vegetable oil. Oh, shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> that Whole Foods. Your hot bar's garbage, like, Whole Foods. Yeah, just you just, like, just ruined all their business. They're always listening. They're listening. Right, they're, they're listening no, they are right always now. listening. Yeah, always. They yeah, bug these. Amazon, Foods, through our cell phones, is listening to us because well, they own Whole Foods. They're like, they're talking shit. We got yeah. We got a 1048 in Sector 5. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. A, a mysterious kitchen fire at, uh, <laughs> at Honey High coming up soon. That's you. Bezos just pushes a button somewhere. Yeah. Launch. Yeah. But, but I've like, always wanted a launch button, by the way. Wait, those drones aren't delivery drones. They're weaponized. Oh, God. Bezos. Bezos. Yeah, but I think at Whole Foods in a lot of places, people are like, 
Ugh, I guess I'll eat at the Whole Foods hot bar if right. I have to. But it's a plan. It's a plan delicious. C. It's a plan yeah. C. Yeah. Yeah. And they do volume like you would not yeah. fucking believe. This People place love Arowana. I mean, they're making like crazy. in a day. Like I, I don't. I. It's in the tens, multiple they're, they're tens making, of thousands they're of dollars. They're making alcohol money with they're their alcohol. alcohol. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I really wanted to see the way that um, an operation like that ran, but that was really the extent. Give of us some behind the scenes dirt on Arowana, or was everything like like clean and like? No, it's clean. Yeah, it's everyone's happy wait, back there making the quinoa salad. No, but we actually our former um, kitchen manager can, kitchen manager came from Erewhon. Oh, okay. He was an he was an operations guy at Erewhon, so he we we sort of have a we have a lot of perspectives yeah. on Erewhon, and they they run a they run a tight ship. No, run, it's actually good that there's not one in the Echo Park area because that would be like your direct us, competition. Yeah, <laughs> no, you would you would just you would put that. Button. I hope yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. I would. Th- they, I don't think you get the the same level of love. In an Erewhon place, yeah, honey, honey, no, honey, it feels honey. a little sterile in there. Yeah, yeah. no, sure. there's so much love when you go into Honey. honey. Yeah, it's yeah. sweet, it's lovely. It's it's, uh-huh. Yeah, it was literally right. built by love. our families. Yeah, like our my, dad my dad built, built the the interior, and my mom helped with the menu. I love that, and, yeah. and you live above it. And I live above it like an old timey cobbler. So, so you know? if you have any problems with any yeah. of the food, just walk upstairs. Walk upstairs. Knock on the door. Literally, no, you're da- you're why the is there no hanger steak on the menu there now? There are literally days where I am like, "Ooh, I've got the day off. This is sweet. I'm gonna right. like relax anyway. in the morning." Well, that's every day, but basically, <laughs> I from my bed can hear like. I'm like, oh, Carl's right. walking in. I can hear Carl like on his cell phone going right. into that, and I'm like, Carl's there. You're like, my life's a nightmare. I can't escape honey. I, even if I want to, in my own home, I can hear people keep getting orders. Yeah, and or sometimes I'll hear Casey outside being like, "How is everything, guys?" Oh, and I'm like, "Fuck." <laughs> Did you move in there after you had found the space? So yes. So it was a it was a weird turn of events where I was living in Silver Lake and I was subleasing from a girl who was like living in Topanga and was like, "I'm never coming back." A Silver Lake story. We <laughs> lost her to Topanga. Another we one gone. We lost her in Topanga. And then she was like, you have to move out next week. Wow. I'm coming back. I, like, thanks, Kathy. And, and then so I had great. no place. My guru <laughs> turned out to be a fraud. I'm coming back from Topanga. I, I, I had no place to live like basically a month before opening Honey High. And our landlord was like, there's a place above you. Wow. And I said, no, thank you. That'll be. That'll... No, my life would be a nightmare. Yeah. I would never do that to myself. <laughs> and then I looked at it and it's quite charming and very charming very very cozy and uh you know it changed and now it's our office and it's our you know storage facilities <laughs> right the napkins lab. are up there fermentation yeah. lab everything so listeners. if the health department's listening yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. just go upstairs testing, you're not allowed up there that's lab. private property that's private property get testing. off my property yeah yeah i also want the listeners to rest assured that um caitlin goes down every single night and checks to make sure that the oven is off and yes. that the broth the is at the broth proper is level, at the proper level yeah. of heat we are you have to check on stock otherwise it's not good i know yeah. and our stocks we cook those for 36 to 48 they're hours they're so good that's so that's ramen time right there. Yeah. Ramen Holy time. shit. You I only do mine for 24 at the Wallace. Yeah. yeah. How dare Joel's you? Joel's out here cutting corners. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, I will say Little chicken, Johnny cut corners over here making stocks of 24, 24 hours. Chicken 24 and we usually, we usually rock our beef at about 48. Because really? We're using, yeah, we really want to get all that collagen off the bones. You roasting those bones first? We roast those bones first. Well, actually, no. We don't roast the bones for the beef broth. I roast wash the bones them? for the chicken broth. We wash, wash them. The, we do okay, a quick yeah. boil. We you throw them in the, dirty. It's good for the microbiome. 
we get the soot out. But for the beef broth, what I tried it roasted first. Yeah. And it was a little too meaty. A little wow. gamey. Too, little, little, little gamey. gamey. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And well, we're using grass-fed beef too, so right. that tends to be a little bit more right. like little leaner. A little more gamey and leanier. 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 It's a little leanier. It's linear. It's an industry term. Yeah. I will say, as someone who loves bone broth and has sampled bone broth at pretty much every place that sells it, I've had bone broth across the world. You guys got the best. Thank you so much. I think it's 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 tricky. I'm so biased about bone broth now because I feel like when I go other places, I'm like, dang, how long are they cooking this for? Like, is this just uh, this is garbage? What's happening? Eight hours. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. But now we know the Wallace. We can get 24. 24 That's hour good. 24 hour, 24 hour chicken stock. Yeah. And then uh, making, making beef. We were making veal. And then we were doing mm. like a master. All of our, Ooh, all, of yeah. our old, yeah. uh, all of our old uh, poultry yep. bones. Yeah. Like chicken feet. Yep. Duck. And uh, pheasant. We were making something that we called Burju. Burju. It was delicious. It was the hearth broth. Yeah, just Burju. It was delicious. It was quite delicious. Well, we for our chicken broth, we use only feet. We don't use really, any dude. So feet much are, feet are the, That's the secret. Yeah. People don't because know that. Because it has all the fatty, yeah. like, yeah. feet are the secret. Foot and, meat? and by the time that you've cooked that for 24 to 36 hours, there will be nothing left except for, like, the little knuckle and bone. Right. Just the fingernails. And, then, and, and, yeah. and, then and the nails. Then you know. Also, I'm a big fan of just chicken flats that oh. you break a, break in half with the back of a knife, mm. crack Get it open. collagen. Yeah. Great. Gorgeous. Different color, too. I love Ooh. it. People yeah. are always like, yeah. Carl, why are you glowing? And I'm like, it's called bone broth. <laughs> yeah. Heard of yeah. it? You can get well, it at Honey High. And yeah. actually, when we started Honey High, uh, we are the only thing that we knew that we were doing for sure actually was broth. That's there why you we go. put the hood in. Literally, it's why we put the centerpiece of the whole operation. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. And, and many people don't know our stories, which is that like we didn't just have a cute idea for a restaurant. Yeah. Tell your that, story. You're here to tell your story. Yeah. Speak it plain, well, child. The story is really special because it it it's it's our origin tale. Yeah. You know, and like any heroes. And, yeah. Well, paint paint yeah. everyone yeah. a word picture, please. Well, I think now in this age of of wellness and we don't, hey, we, we don't, we don't use the, the w, w word, word. word. Use the w and word. especially in los angeles there's a lot of you know it seems like it's like sort of a trendy bandwagon yes. that a lot of people are hopping on but yes. caitlin and i so we've been friends for 12 years we met in college when we were 18 like to that. 13 i mean yeah. i don't know when we were 18 years old and we've known each other through like years of where we exclusively existed off of pizza and ranch and sure. booze yeah. and like nothing sure. else. And so like classic college stuff. Yeah, it was very fun. A love tale. Yeah, I understand. Love tale. Yeah. Great origins. Yeah. Great origins. And um, in our early 20s, Caitlin and I both had really scary, independent and different. It manifested in a very different way, but like really scary health crashes. While living together. While living together. Stemming from unhealthy lifestyle yeah. habits. Yeah, yes. that I think was attributed to, you know, lifestyle like food but also crazy jobs and stress Stress. it's all connected obviously yeah Yeah. Yeah. and so health is really complicated your microbiomes were a mess probably I don't even know if I had a microbiome it was like it was like like the salt flats down there it was barren it was like the the playa if you will (laughs) dusty dusty yeah dusty it was not rich and so it was really fucking scary because we were like 23 24 years old right you're supposed to be in the prime of your life yeah yeah and it was like our bodies were completely giving out. Like at, at one point, I after years of not knowing what the fuck was happening to me, I was having so many crazy uh, 
just symptoms. Like my hair was falling mm. out in clumps. Wow. I had cystic yeah. acne and rashes all over my face Yikes. and my For eyelids. For reference, her hair is intact. And yeah, her hair looks acne. great right now. Yeah. Bone broth. It's, Shout it's, out to Bone It's in a honey high hat. It's up. It's I mean, glowing. It's blonde. It's back. She's only missing like the top part of it. That's <laughs> right. She has the hat You can on. barely tell any of it. You don't even know. You can yeah. even tell. Yeah. See, I'm fine. Um, <laughs> but I was also like just really, my body didn't work. I was exhausted all the time. And the scariest thing was is that I was, I found out that I had 35 different food allergies. Wow. I was allergic to, like my, my doctor called me in and was like, oh, this is a tough one uh-huh. to give you. Yeah. Like, I've almost never seen so what's the a person wor- what's the with worst so many the worst allergies. What's the worst food allergies? I can't imagine that. That's a nightmare. I, I mean, they only test for, like, a, a few a hundred. <laughs> yeah. Like, you broke the test. Yeah, yeah, it was really, like, I mean, it was dairy. It was it was crazy things like green beans and oh, really? pineapple and mushrooms. And, um, I mean, there were beef. Highly allergic to eggs. And I was eating eggs every single day. She was wow. that guy. No idea. I was that wow. guy. I was that guy. I was the guy. You guys, I was the guy who was like, I'm allergic to this. And now that I have a restaurant and I work yeah. the line and I see the fucking ticket yeah. come in with like 40 modifications You're on like, it. You're like, fuck that guy, but I've been there. But yeah. I've been there I've been and there. it really sucked. And so it was really scary. And we, we really like, you know, had to heal ourselves through food. And Caitlin had a whole other like more set of, you know, th- th- your symptoms are very different because yeah. they weren't really like yeah. food allergy related. But yeah, mine were different. I was, I was anemic but trying to be vegetarian and having no protein or you know like uh, iron or b B vitamins so it was it was a crazy thing but we realized that we could we could gain some control by using food but we loved food and cared so deeply about food my mom is a chef her mom has always had a gigantic organic garden it was like such an integral part of our lives that we were like we have to figure out how to how to enjoy food as much as humanly possible, even when you have restrictions. So right. that was like the impetus for getting creative in the kitchen and learning how to cook and learning how to like take care of ourselves. And you know, what yeah. was the first like recipe or dish that you made coming out of that time when you were like, "This should be in a fucking restaurant. I fucking nailed it. This uh, is so good." Um, honestly, the broth. Yeah. yeah. Like, you guys started I, with broth. I yeah, love it. Yeah, I was. I, I mean, I had a pot of broth on at, at all hours of the day, every day. I drank like three cups of broth a day. must have smelled great. It was yeah. amazing. You like healed like, yourself with broth. Yeah. yeah, I'm not kidding. Really, broth saved it your is life. truly healing. Yeah, it is healing. It's truly healing. And it, I mean, it's a, it's like a, be- it's a beautiful symbol because broth is truly the base of everything. No, right? saved, it's saved by broth. has yeah. a broth. Saved yeah. by broth. And it's also yeah. the most... I think it's the most respectful way to consume animals because yeah. you really are it's a reverence for their lives right. and you're yeah. using every part of them yeah. and, it's and like so, the essence the cut yeah. down animal essence it is and it's like it's not wasting anything and then when you see how many nutrients are actually contained within the bones it's and and in like the organ meats yeah. and things like that that yeah. people usually just discard because we want just like a pretty nice Which we are yeah. strictly a, against yeah, strictly discarding against. any meat so against it when yeah. lions kill they eat the organs first yes, they, they eat do. the liver first yeah. that's true and there's so much healing to be found in that. So, so that's really where it started for us. And, and yeah, it was broth. It was like, and people would be like, you want to come over and come over to my house? And yeah, I'll we'll offer have a you a nice, tasting. A yeah. nice hot tasting. cup of meat soup. Broth yeah. party. Of meat juice. And Carl's yeah. like, what? Yeah. I, I, for some reason, I feel like maybe like bone broth got lumped in with all this W wellness. word wellness yeah. stuff. And like, you know, it's easy to be like a punchline, like avocado toast or whatever, but it's like, it's fucking the most elemental thing. Yeah. It's like, and, and it's it's also it's it's really 
old and yeah, essential. Right, yeah. It's like, it, and that's where that's much like avocado toast. Wisdom of the ancients. <laughs> yes. Wisdom I'm of sorry, the ancients. You can't not put avocado on bread and not just like what? what? <laughs> yeah. It's plant butter. Why are we not putting care. this on bread? Yeah. Exactly. But but truly, broth like so many things that I think we incorporate at Honey High are like it, it's it's the base. It's like grandma food. You know what yeah, I mean? It's right. like. It's old and yeah. traditional. There's a reason that grandmas give you soup when you're sick. Right, and yeah. that and that's a lot of what I think the the W word co-ops and sure. and and puts into like if you want to glow, right. then you need an bone Instagrammable, broth. consumable package. Sure, yeah. sure, but it's but yeah, a lot of that stuff that they're co-opting is actually just like super old school wisdom. It's like use butter, like yeah, right. fucking butter. Sure. Yeah. 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 Oh, use like, butter from wait, like hold on a, one second. Use, yeah. Uh, yeah. use butter. butter from like yeah, an animal that sense. wasn't like raised in pain. Right. From yeah. like a healthy animal. Yeah. Like or if like, you want to be healthy, you can't eat non-healthy yeah, things. Right. Yeah. Or like ferment your grains. Like ever heard of that? Like right. yeah, we've been doing yeah, that for, for you know four thousand like years. Yeah. yeah. Years or however long. Yeah, and it's it's really, and I think that that's part of our mission now is that. It's really so we get a lot of assumptions about Honey High. One of them is that we're a vegan restaurant. Right. I mean, I cannot. No, you're not. You have, like, I had sun. bacon in my bowl last time. It was great. Right. Bacon, bacon so good. And that couldn't be more opposite from our philosophy, which is to consume like that. Actually, animal products from um, healthy sources sources yeah. are incredible. Shout out to Marin Sun Farms. Marin Sun Farms. Yeah, our babies. We went to visit them. We right. went to the we farm. We discussed that. Uh, I was so jealous of that yeah. visit. Oh my god, you see how many dogs they have on their farm? Yeah. It was like good boys everywhere. as far as the eye could see. <laughs> it was so cute. So it was so idyllic. It was yeah. stressful. It was like yes. Northern California, right? <laughs> yeah, it's literally in Inverness and mm. it's so gorgeous there and that like the woman who owns the farm was like pregnant with twins. Right. And we were like, oh, not wearing shoes. Yeah, like, here's like my so, 15 dog. Yeah, it was so, everything was so fertile. Yeah. It was luscious. so fertile. Yeah. Yeah. This including is the, most the owner. Place ever. It Hell was. Yeah. To be including the yeah. owner, who's yeah. actually the farmer. Yeah, Love she that. was amazing. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a that's a really big part of our ethos is that animal there's a place in the diet for su- sustainably sourced animal products but everyone thinks like healthy is vegan right. or vegetarian that right. we need to abstain May. from animal project yeah. products May. but it's about how not we always say yeah. this it's about how not what you eat you yeah. know it's it's how you eat it and yeah. how that animal was raised or that plant was grown or you know but that's great it. because you're out here and your restaurant is a vehicle for changing the perceptions about like oh if I'm eating healthy it has to be this way or that way but it's like it's more about a holistic approach yeah. Yeah. to like if things are grown in a healthy way and are part of a healthy system, then you also will be part of that healthy system. Yeah. Your body will be a healthy system. Yeah, and we're so grateful to you, Carl, for being one of the for keeping you guys in business. Yeah. No, for keeping us please, in business, please. but also no, for I'm no being hero. I'm no hero. I'm just for a being man. a real like you know a real fan of food who who, who oh, he's gets a that, man. And, yeah. but who got it. who gets it and who got it early on because. A lot of people, I mean, a lot of people still don't. Even, you know, people that love Honey High, I think, are like, don't necessarily understand, you know, what exactly it is we're trying to do. The challenge that we face every day is is really people's assumptions. Sure. About what it... I can't yeah. imagine what you have to deal with coming through that door on a regular basis. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's wild. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. And, and it's still like, you know, yesterday somebody walked in the door and they were like, is that bacon I smell? And I was like... 
You're like, wow. Are you excited about Where do we start? Are you going to terrorize me? Are you mad? What's happening? She was like, is she actually said, is that real bacon I smell? And I was like, yes. Yes. Bacon? Yeah. Like we don't do that. So she either stormed out or was really, really happy. She was excited. She was like, yes. Oh, I can't believe it. And I was like, you can't believe that a restaurant has bacon. That's weird. Yeah. So people are coming in with a set of assumptions. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's their own personal assumptions about what healthy means to them or what is floating around in the culture scape as sure. far as like what healthy now sure. means in Los Angeles or what wellness right. now w means and getting word. lumped in with all that w. stuff like yeah it's just it's really challenging but but like much like how broth is very old it cannot and it can't get it's too valuable and it's too important to get lumped in with all this other stuff that we right. throw Something it all like out. Right. Something that's like a fad or yeah, trend. Yeah, no, cuz none of this stuff right. is trendy. This, this is, is ancient shit. The way of just eating real food that came from the earth that was treated <laughs> with care and respect that's and making the, I'm slamming the on the basis table of right human now. life oh, and it's civilization. The basis of human life. Why so we a gavel can't, just fucking knock yeah. it everywhere. We can't have a rejection, a total and a complete rejection of that. It, it's our lives depend on it that's the way that we feel and like True. what so so coming up against people's assumptions and changing people's minds just through serving them the food and being loving and caring and how often are people like inspired? walking through the doors and believing that it's like the wellness or like the holistic approach to it like that means that it's supposed to be vegetarian or vegan and they come in and they see your menu they see lamb or they see bacon and they're mm-hmm. like fuck you i'm out of here does that say, happen i'd say the yeah, hardcore yeah, vegan absolutely. set like yeah, it did, the hardcore yeah. vegan do they, do they try sure. to like lecture you um yeah. It happens every now and again, for sure. Absolutely. But we, we're also of the, this mindset of like sort of radical inclusivity when it comes to whatever part of your, like, you know, people really love labels. Like they love to be like, I'm a foodie or I'm a paleo or I'm a vegan or I'm a whatever. We're anti-labels here. Right. We're anti-labels. I'm a meatzilla guy or whatever. You know, it's like, I'm no, I'm meat. I only eat novelty food items with pizza on them. My, name, my name's that Troy, pizza. and I only eat fucking hamburgers with pizzas on them. Yeah, exactly. And so, I only drink Ballast Point. <laughs> it better be hoppy. If it's in my is glass, Is that our sponsor be. today? Ballast sponsored by Ballast Point. Ballast Point, ruin your organs. We love a hoppy IPA here at Yelling About That Day. But yeah, so we we try and really quickly like catch those people in their tracks and be and when they're like lamb, that's real lamb or whatever and be like yeah but you can get it without or you can get this like that's we have like lamb? No. we have like 25 vegan options right. on the menu as much as we do meat so if you're yeah. also there are times where you're like you know, maybe you had Meatzilla last night, and you're like, I don't I need, I need want to see. I we're giving you a lot of free press to Meatzilla yeah. right <laughs> maybe now. Maybe too much. Maybe, maybe too, too much. much. Maybe okay. another garbage this dump. This episode of Yelling About Pets. You guys do have brought to you by Meatzilla. <laughs> you have so many good options. Uh, what, what do you think is your favorite thing on the menu right now? I know they're probably they're, all like your. They're children. all their children, man. Okay, I'm. I'm, I'm gonna. For me. Okay, oh, oh, I'm gonna wow. give you my beverage. Okay. I'm gonna give you my beverage menu hack, okay. and I'm gonna give you my food menu. Okay, hack. boom. So, um, I can't drink coffee because I turn into a fucking absolute psychopath. Can't imagine like it, that. It's like doomsday. Wow. Like I'm, I'm like, Is I'm gonna caffeine? die. Everyone's gonna. It's Cupo caffeine. Anxiety. Cup oh, anxiety. Okay. Basically, okay. like if I drink the coffee, it's like I'm. Oh my god, I'm dying. Like okay. I, it's terrible. Yeah, I've always been that way. So I can't drink caffeine. You can't even drink. Sometimes I'm like, I can drink my. I can't actually. Right. Drink you think matcha. you can? Yeah, I'm like, no, I can have a. I got it's it. Fine. I got it's it. Like, oh God. Sweet. No, and then I'm like, why am I yelling at everyone? <laughs> so, <laughs> not a good look in the kitchen sometimes. So I, um, I, I make this like 
coffee substitute with this stuff called dandy blend that has dandelion root in it and it's it tastes kind of like coffee yeah and then i put chaga mushroom in it which is a powder that i'm a huge fan of in mm. fact and i put a cacao powder like chocolate powder mm -hmm. and almond milk and Damn. i put all that shit together and it is incredible. Well, it's a bit earthy. It's so it's good. Robust. It's I'll a bit do... robust, but it's sort of like a mocha okay. in a way. It's like a coffee mocha without the coffee. Right. And then I do our almond pumpkin seed milk that we make from scratch. The house milk. It's so house good. House milk. Really nice. And then we froth that up. And then I have. I love that on ice. That's a great drink. I got to so give that's... a shout out to Greg Barris's high, top 10 guest, Greg Barris, who's also my roommate. Uh, yes, yeah, half sure. chaga, half coffee, coffee yeah. with the froth milk. And by the way, I don't know that Greg has ever actually eaten any food at Honey Honey. Yeah. Greg Just doesn't eat food. No, he doesn't Greg eat does food. Greg does not eat food. He's always I, fasting. He came to my other restaurant and I was just like, hey, you want something to eat? I'll make you anything you want. He's like, I'm good. Guys, he we does, don't have don't enough eat. time to get into Greg Barry's relationship with food right now. It's going to be hours. Okay. I'm like, how did you own like two pizza restaurants? Greg yeah. eats one piece of toast uh, covered in ghee and broccoli sprouts and then doesn't eat for 48 hours. I'm so on that. He's the healthiest That's man alive. Sick. So, but my food hack is I really like to get the Masaman curry. So good. That we make from scratch. That's new on the menu. In it's the last my new months, favorite yeah. thing. That's what I wanted to get today after this. Yeah. We might well, go get it. God damn you. Mike, fucking go get it. So we, we make it from scratch. It's incredible. It's so good. We use like white peppercorn, Thai white peppercorns and um, Thai cardamom pods and all these really and like speaking fresh, my language, love it. Yeah, fresh mm -hmm. cilantro root yeah. and Thai shallots from the farmers market and everything's in there. And then so we make it, this amazing coconut milk curry sauce from scratch and that has all these vegetables in it like purple sweet potatoes and broccoli. It's like, it's like eating life. And black rice. <laughs> and then I love to put a motherfucking piece of Faroe Island salmon Boom. right on top. Boom. Right on top. All right. Well, you lost me. I'm out. Yeah. Joel's anti-salmon, anti guys. It's a whole. Yeah. We don't have, we don't have time to get into that. You can do lamb sausage on that, which is I also really nice. Yeah, so My move has been to put two poached eggs into it so it becomes like a curry shakshuka. Whoa. Uh, and that's like the best breakfast. Yeah, but now I get, I'll get the eggs and the lamb. But then I'll do yeah, an avocado right. too. Mm -hmm. Carl is a big fan of the add-on. Like yeah. whenever something oh, rolls in, I know. Yeah, you know. People he, have been like, "What is he having?" And I'm like, "How much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> Let me break it down for you." He's a, he orders like a hero. The heroes order. The heroes called it. I'm just yeah. a man doing I'm the just Lord's a man, work. Well, when folks. you got the chimichurri steak with avocado and Coach eggs, mm -hmm. bacon, it yes, makes it a breakfast. When if you put egg on something, it's now breakfast. Yeah. So that was the hero's order. So what's yours? Well, mine just. But plain as day is going to, uh, 10, 10 times out of 10, going to be the miso bowl. Miso wow. bowl to me is just Is the it your most, best seller? The, the breakfast bowl. Breakfast, breakfast bowl. bowl by breakfast, far. Breakfast and bowl I is love, the best breakfast you I can like get in LA. I, I like love it. the breakfast bowl. It's my favorite breakfast. The classic breakfast bowl, you got bacon. You got the sweet potato hash. You got avocado. You got, that's all you want. Yeah. Perfect yeah. breakfast. You got bacon. Chilaquiles are the perfect breakfast for me. But you know, that's just me. That's a well. There you go. Guest spot. Yeah. I, have you do a chilaquiles. Ooh, visiting chef yeah. series. Yeah. I would. I would love to do that. The chilaquiles and, and uh, the Wallace are pretty damn. So good. miso I'd miso bowl is your go-to. Miso bowl is my go-to for sure. I love the I love the miso dressing so much, and I think a big part of why I it tastes like food I ate growing up, and my mom helped us with that recipe when mm -hmm. we. For, that was one of the first things the we put on the on the menu, and it's just. God damn, it is so delicious. <laughs> it really is good. It's so good. And it's so satisfying. And I think it's just as good with, you know, um, if you so you swap out the rice for some zucchini noodles. I just could drink, I could drink the miso dressing. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm. Miso's great. It's 
Very good. It's, it's so the best. Good. People sleep on miso too much. Yeah, people sleep on miso. Really you know, I would never sleep on miso. Miso, also. Oh, okay. We do yeah. have chickpea miso. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Anything um, that you can tease for upcoming possible additions for the, this winter? There's Ooh. a lot about to happen. Okay. Honey High 2.0. Yeah. That you. Well, if you want to drop a hot <laughs> exclusive, <laughs> there's a there's about to be. A new a new pancake set up. It's about to be a new pancake set up. That's coming really okay. soon. Okay. Okay. Exciting. I'll, I'll give you a hint that it has to do with some more wintry fruit, such as the pear and the apple, mm. and then perhaps the. So we do a coconut milk whipped cream that we just put through an ISI, yeah. and you just cook coconut milk with some spices. God, and, I want and that, it's like, I want that it's, in my mouth. People, it's so <laughs> amazing. People like it blows their mind. It They're like, you can do any, something other yeah. than heavy whipping cream? Yeah. yeah. Sure, and sugar? Yeah. And sugar. Get the fuck and, out of here. Yeah, we just put like a drop of maple syrup, but I've been working on this Sounds great. Um, like so from good. scratch chai spiced coconut milk whipped cream. Um, Jesus. With honey, because traditionally I would put that on the breakfast bowl. Chai with honey. Let yeah. me get a breakfast bowl yeah. with whipped cream. Well, we Boom. might start putting the whipped cream on the drinks. There we yeah, go. We're gonna put the chai with cream it. on the drinks. Chai bone broth, drink. whipped cream. I'm yeah. lived forever. I'm whipped cream mortal. on the bone broth. Oh, what if everything. you do? You think you could you you could run some like some some lard, some tallow through the ISI? Yes. <laughs> Whip up some. Yes, broth do cream. Do a meat broth. Warm meat fat frog. Coming this winter to Honey High. We could, you could bone cream. You could absolutely do that. Bone cream. Add some. Yeah. Bone cream saved my life. I was in a dark place, and then bone cream turned it all around. Not to bring whites. Egg whites and tallow would probably work. Right. I'm saying. No. So glad that we're all fucking geniuses. Yeah. Maybe throw a little lecithin in there just for fun. Ooh, I love us. Also, sunflower lecithin is incredible for you. What is it? It's a sunflower lecithin. You can use soy lecithin. Lecithin, but I really yeah, like okay. sunflower lecithin. I, I always thought it was lectin. No, lectins are what are found in beans and grains. Sure, and that's, the right. that that's why you got to soak those grains. You got to soak them. Well, I'm learning. Look at me. Look at you. You have your you have your thinking knit cap on mm-hmm. right now. No, but so. a fun fact about um, lecithin is that it is an incredible source of phosphatidylcholine, which yeah. is a nutrient mm. that you need. For I was your ready brain. for you to drop that. It's really good for your brain. If you don't have and choline, eggs are the best source of choline. Oh my god. Dude, if you don't have choline, your brain doesn't work right. I'm sorry, exactly. folks. If you're not eating so if we eggs on the regular, you're and fucked. Choline and or I mean eggs and lecithin all whipped together. Like we're done. We're gonna live forever. Yeah. So that's <laughs> as I drink wine on an empty yeah. stomach, we're gonna live forever. More hey, wine. It's natural wine. This is this yeah. is full probiotics. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers everyone. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, so we have it's, that. We have some new tartines coming out. Oh my god. That's gonna be happening soon. Okay. That we're still in Question, development. Question: Are the tacos coming back? The tacos will make. There was a pork shoulder here. taco. It was. It was here, a, and then it was gone. It was like. Was it even here? It was I don't even know. Fleeting memory. At the it fleet. was on a purple. Did I dream it? Purple corn tortilla so that we good. made from fresh masa. Yes. Purple yeah. corn masa. Is that it's coming delicious. back? Honestly. I brought you I on the you? show to ask you about the tacos. Okay. <laughs> what happened is, is that those tacos were so incredible, and I. You were like, I'm retiring from the taco myself, game. I can't bring myself to fucking use already pre-made tortillas okay. i cannot do it no. but it is Fair. we make every single thing from scratch it's at hard. Honey High, and it is it was too hard to do the tortillas no, every it, single the, day the upkeep we were making squidding tortillas at oh the gorgeous store, the soft shell crab dish yeah. wow that we Great did dish. last summer um tacos feel summer right yeah, tacos feel yeah. Summer. summer yeah yeah, yeah but uh don't tell me that right? i don't know <laughs> but it, it is quite a bit of work especially like texture wise to get them like perfect to get them perfect because then perfect. if you leave them for too long then they start to dry out and yeah. then it's like what if your prep cook calls in sick <laughs> and these are all the things yeah shout out by the way shout out he's not there anymore to fortunato who was who perfected <laughs> oh, our wow. squidding tortillas oh. wow Shout, Shout out to Fortunato. Yeah, Fortunato. I think he works at Pops. He's making tortillas now. in heaven now. 
it sounded like he died. Right, yeah, like, he just moved on. He was like, I don't want to fucking do this. Well, and I, I know that you guys will really understand this, but when you you're when you're someone who doesn't want to cut corners, like it's not in you to cut corners, right. and you want to it physically do, hurts you. Want you. To yeah, pay the homage. The respect to like the the traditions from which these things hailed from and right. do them right. Right. You you can't right. just like do tortillas out of a bag you if can't. you're gonna do tacos. Can't do it. And then you have to make some strategic decisions about how to also be a very busy. Tacos business. are tacos are actually a, a quite a, like like geographically they take a lot of space. Right. Like you, you you need a, you need a bit of no, space. See, this is why I could never open a restaurant. Yeah. You guys are fucking heroes. Thank you for your service. Oh, wow. Thank <laughs> That's you. why I brought you on here to fucking I th- I th- thank you. <laughs> I think you could, Carl. You know about Colleen. Mm, fuck. You already know about I Colleen. Could be Carl's a, Colleen. I could be like Cavern. Yeah. I could be like a charismatic maitre d'. Yeah, yeah. I would like know everyone's dark secrets and be like, yeah. he's here with his mistress tonight. Yeah. Tomorrow's yeah, 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 the wife. Yeah, yeah, I'm that yeah. guy. Yeah, I have a yeah, cool yeah. bow tie. Yeah. I don't know. You have a cool bow tie. Uh, sure. Well, we're coming to the end of the road here. I thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you. It was so fun. In terms of like a place that I eat, I feel like I've been to Honey High more than almost any other eating establishment in mm. my life Carl, up Carl, till can now. You wait, I, I would be remiss if we didn't ask you what your favorite dish is at Honey High. So there was a while where I got the breakfast bowl pretty much every day. Yeah. And it's like yeah. the perfect breakfast for me because it has veggies, but it mm-hmm. has the protein. You know, I need my eggs in the morning you and the your, bacon's you, fantastic. Yes. Since then, I've kind of realized that I it's like good. the sausage better than the bacon. Mm-hmm. Not down yeah. the bacon. The bacon's sure. from Marin Sun Farms. Sure. It's sure. fantastic. But something I'm realizing that I think lamb is becoming like my favorite meat. Yeah. And your guys' lamb sausage is just like I mean, if they had that perfect, perfect for me. So I think now I would have to go with that red curry, add lamb sausage, mm. add an egg and avocado. Wow. For just like a full on filling. Got to call it the Carl. Call no, the Carl. Oh no, <laughs> I don't know about that. Just, so humble. Just remember on your POS system to pull up the Carl tab and just you know remember yeah, right. what I've done yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, you but you guys gave me a hat, so it's all it's all equal. Yeah, it's all. I equal. rock that hat, and people are like, "Honey, I literally wear the hat." And people are like, "Honey, I love that place," and I'm like, Aww. "You're goddamn right." Carl, stop. So We're do blushing. I. It's I'm out here in these streets. Not just the wine. but their cheeks are rosy. As I am out here in these streets like wrapping they have honey rouge on. Also, only restaurant named after a Fleetwood Mac song ever. Shh, come on, you don't know who owns the rights to that. You're blowing up our spot. I mean, just kidding. Greeting honeys is uh, <laughs> is good. No, but really, if like you know Paul McCartney, if you own the rights to that song, please right. just come on by. We'll buy you lunch. Yeah. Please yeah. don't make a big deal about Maka, it. Yeah. Maka, you know? drop, drop through, drop yeah. through, bro. Yeah. It's a deep cut though. I like when people know. Yeah. It's a it's a Christine McVie song. So if, if you Christine McVie, what a voice! For our no incredible. stage presence whatsoever. So she but, but just, a musician. She stands with her t- hands to the side. She wrote a lot of great songs. Everyone gives Stevie Nicks way too much credit. Wow. Oh, Joel, Joel's about to go down a rabbit hole. Fleetwood Mac fan, by the way. Oh, oh so I mean, yeah. obviously. I'm yeah. so afraid. One of the greatest guitar solos of all time. This is like a side of Joel I've never seen. Can we briefly touch on when they kicked Lindsey Buckingham out of Fleetwood Mac? He was being an asshole. Something like that. He being an asshole. Lindsay, no, no, that's crazy. But, uh, you also, don't kick Lindsay Buckingham. He is Fleetwood. Nah, I don't know about that. Peter Whoa. Green might have some things to say about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But Lindsay Buckingham, just because I also play music as well, mm-hmm. um, his style of playing the guitar, he'll never use a pick. He uses his front He's finger incredible. and his thumb, and he just he kind of just strums it He's like a that. It's just it's so it's so incredible yeah. what he can do. With yeah. six strings and just a lot of moxie. I love it. <laughs> a lot it. of moxie. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know Joe had such a deep abiding love for Fleetwood Dude, Mac. Beautiful Child is one of the greatest songs ever I written of all beautiful fucking Child. time. Yeah, Fuck. No. There's a whole other podcast Dude, right here. Tusk is like a better album than fucking Rupert Man. I st- <laughs> no, I, I agree with that. Hot I take. Say, I agree. Hot take. Hot take. 
Well, for our LA listeners, if you haven't been to Honey High, you're obviously fucking up. Go well, and visit. Well, you guys make love and food fun. I love uh, it. Oh, no. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. To me. Put that on the promotional materials. Quote, quote from Joel. Um... Yeah. Follow, go, follow Honey High. You guys have a robust Instagram presence, as you would for such a beautiful restaurant with beautiful food. Thank of you course. so much. Um, it's it's at pleasure. Honey High. You guys at are beautiful children. Uh, follow Thank at Honey High, and you know, then you'll know exactly when those tacos come back. Yes. Yes. Um, also, that's, that's, that's where we announce. That's we where only, we announce. We exclusively mm-hmm. announced on yeah. the. Also, Instagram. shout out to the lacto fermented hot sauce that I just had the other day. There, it was fucking great. That one, that, that's. I want you to know that when I was blending that batch, that it splashed into my eyeball. Right. And, and you're like. <laughs> It, I had to go to the ER, and that's how I knew it was good stuff. And she is wearing an eye patch now, so you can't see it, but she's blind in one we eye. We were so. before you came in. We were talking about eye patches, that's true, and how they they, they can enhance any social situation. Damn right. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, as always, thanks for listening. You can follow me at Carl Hess on Instagram. Uh, you'll probably see some honey high pictures in there. Definitely in the stories. Damn Definitely right. Definitely in the stories. Uh, follow Joel at Joel David Miller. Always. He'll he'll uh, he'll post a story talking about how Tusk is better than rumors. Because he clearly has a lot to say on the matter. Dude, I, have, I need to see I more of discourse about I this. Lot, I have a we lot. We want an Instagram lot, TV episode. <laughs> um, also, uh, just bring those tacos back. Okay. okay. Duly noted. That's all. That's all I wanted. I was gonna say bring the steak back, but it's like I gotta let it go. Yeah. yeah let it's the it's steak over. Go, but we we heard you. About it's, it's like it's like a lost. If, you, if love. you love something, let it go. Yeah. Let it yeah. go. <laughs> Just let it go. Uh, thanks for listening. Please go on iTunes and leave a review. Leave a rating. It helps. You gotta do it. What you're listening. You're not gonna go on iTunes and yeah, leave a review. Who the fuck are you, man? What do you do? Freeloading? Seriously. How dare you? Um, it's it's been a goddamn pleasure, guys. It has. It's been Thank a pleasure. You. Thanks so much. And um, I'm, we're gonna turn off the mic and then we're gonna shit talk Erwan and I want to hear the real dirt. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back next week. Go eat something delicious. Later.